You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello everyone and welcome back to What the Spook Lore, making sense of spooky tales. I am your ghost storyteller, Carmen. I'm the grime weaver, Tyler. Pretty good. Uh, I'm Gordy, the gallery of misheard lyrics. Thank you. I think that's Liz. It's not even <clears throat> spooky. Tell people to send in spooky ones. They Lock did. the cash well, box. You know what? I'm playing against type. <laughs> You're the, the refreshing unspooky one? Yeah. <laughs> Too spooky is enough. We don't need three. Gordy's the, the innocent person who doesn't believe in the ghost and is the first person killed in the, the horror movie. I mean, honestly, that's the best case scenario. To die first? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Not survive? No. Why? It's bad out here. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, please, ghost. Come just get me, ghost. Take me, take me to whatever world you're from. This one's bad. <laughs> get me out of this one. Can't be worse. You look like you're having fun, ghost. I want to join the ghost party. You're right. What am I talking Put about? Put me on the bullet train to ghost town. Well, what do we do on this show, Unspooky Gordy? Carmen is going to read uh, a strange piece of folklore, a fairy tale to me and Tyler. Uh, we're going to be reading one that Tyler and I have never heard before. We hope it's one that some of you have never heard before either. And as we go, we're going to take note of the plot holes. We're going to rip this story apart. We're going to smash it back together for a modern audience. Fill it in, fix it up. Sure. Expand on it. In line with the oral tradition. Yep. Continuing the folklore train of thought. Is that what it is? <laughs> yep. Just a, <laughs> it's just an unwavering train of thought? That's, yes. Interesting it's interpretation. It's just one, one big old telephone game through the centuries. All right. So today we're going to Iceland for Ooh, our spooky stories. All right. We're going to tell some Icelandic ghost stories. So apparently in Iceland... It's pretty common to tell ghost stories throughout the winter, or it was back before the days of TV. Might still be common. You just do it over the TV now. Yeah. Like, like any family. Spooky directly to your brain. Yep. Um, I was just thinking, like, talking over the TV, because that's how my family interacts. Ah. <laughs> like, have the TV on constantly, and then they just yell at each other over it. Ghost stories, typically. Usually. Exclusively. <laughs> We don't communicate. <laughs> just tell each other the scariest stories you know. Yeah. Whenever it, you go home. As, as part of the continuing effort to make communication stop. <laughs> just to cease. Yeah, cease on like, all channels. You just try and scare him into never talking to you again. Carmen just kicks the door in and shouts, then who was phone? <laughs> That's um, all I'm doing when I visit my parents next weekend. I'm just going to drop <laughs> off. Like a stack and be like, good to see you. Take a look through this when you get a chance. Hit me up. I'll be on my I'll be on my mobile. <laughs> Don't call or leave a voice message. Text only. Voicemails are pretty spooky. Voicemails are spooky. They're always from the doctor. And they always want something. Always. Usually money. Alright, um, so these tales are sourced from Icelandic Folk and Fairy Tales by John Arneson, apparently the Grimm of Iceland, um, and they were suggested to us by Nicole G. Thanks, Nicole G. Thanks. Thanks, Nicole. We have an executive producer this week. 
This week's episode is brought to you by David, a.k.a. Kylo and the Wrens, a.k.a. Hephaestus, a.k.a. Arn Thompson type 1430 Air Castles. Building a lot of Sky Castles with those names. It's real great when all the all the disparate usernames uh, <laughs> consolidate into a single identity for me. <laughs> we should just start referring to them as their Arn Thompson types, because that's the yeah. one thing we have control that's over. Like the one constant between actual name, Patreon name, and Discord name. <laughs> and Twitter name. All right, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a choice. Sure. Because Nicole sent over like the full spooky chapter of this book. And said, like, no specific tale, just read through it. Just pick, one of them. Yeah, pick pick ones that you like. Uh, we might have a chance to get to both of these, but it's going to depend on how off-topic we get. Sure. Because they're both kind of short, but they're not, like, so short that I can guarantee two tales in one story. Sure. Your first option is The Ghost and the Cash Box. Mm. Mm-hmm. And your second option is The Deacon of America. First one. The Deacon of where? Merka. Merka. What's that about? So that one's a little bit more traditional spooky. As opposed to what? Give me give me the flavor of each one. Um, I think the ghost and the cash box speaks to its own flavor in the title. Now that you say it again, I, I am on board. First one. The ghost and the cash box seems... I, w- I want to hear about a ghost robbery. 10,000% crime is involved. <laughs> and... Oh, right. Well... 10,000%. It's pretty likely... It's also the first one I typed, so that works for me. I don't think I've ever, ever heard reference of a cash box when it wasn't, wasn't adjacent. Says, I opened my cash box and got the money I wanted from it. Yeah, like the and cash... everything was fine. The cash box that I own, that I'm allowed to take money out of. <laughs> I saved it I put it the for... key in, I turned it, I opened it, I took out a dollar bill, I went and I bought a lollipop. Let's go to a bank, they give them out for free. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to take a dollar out. You can those put are, a dollar in. Those are dum-dums. I'm talking about, like, talking about a, Tootsie Rolls. Talking about a real lollipop. The good shit. Yeah, the raspberry Tootsie Roll pop is where it's at. A sucker, as they say here, I think. Or you can... No? Do they not? Is that not a southern I've thing? I've always called it lollipop. I think sucker... I just call them lollies. I think sucker is the southern vernacular, but I could be wrong. I think sucker is the three-year-old vernacular. <laughs> you could get one of those... Sick burn. Fancy... <laughs> Maybe Fancy that's more North pops. Carolina. Um, like the big ones? Yeah, the, the, they're always at places like Bed Bath & Beyond near like the, the cash one, register, and they're like 800 flavors or something. It's like the milkshakes the ones that, of lollipops. That little kids who are sailors like to lick? No, yeah. not the big ones the size of your face with the rainbows. Like Not the ones you can paddle are, a kayak with? These are the gourmet lollipops, and mm. I believe they advertise themselves as such. Is that something that needs a gourmet version? They're things like blueberry cheesecake Does as a lollipop. Does everything have to be artisanal? <laughs> so decadent. Yep. Just tastes sort of like sour blueberry in a, in a hard form. <laughs> it tastes like blue flavor lolly. <laughs> That is what I expect from but, a lollipop. I want it gourmet. to taste like a color. It tastes blue. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth tastes blue now. Now I kind of want the blue flavored slushy from QT. <laughs> so it's a good flavor. <laughs> Green is also good. <laughs> anyway, the ghost in the cash box from Iceland. Once there was a steward of a church, uh, or church farm. So it was a farm for a church in northern Iceland who had a wife, and also, more importantly to him, great wealth. It's not like a Kentaco hut where they're all one thing. I mean, it might be. It's a church on a farm. 
Yeah, you're just like, you sit on a cow. You can go and prey on a cow. Is <laughs> the it, cows are the, the bitches. What is its primary purpose? Farm, I like, believe. It's a farm with a church on it, not a church with a farm around it. I think it's, I think it is technically a farm for a church. Now, our last farm was also an arcade, so we can make this anything we want. Because <laughs> everything sure. is farms, and that gets boring after three years. It is. <laughs> I mean, like, I get that it's, like, we're kind of in peasant times, right? Sort of sort of perennially with these. We, we are pre the processed food era when you actually had to, right. like, have significant farmland to support a population. No more. We're all, we're all getting rid of beef <laughs> to save the climate. It's all, it's all beans now. If we plant... Just this beans. Is, this is true. If we plant a shitload of beans... <laughs> And I mean, like, we cover half the Earth's surface in beans. We can get rid of a lot of the methane. Get on it. Option two, let's build some kind of giant gas distillery that turns the gases into limestone. Option three, we change the DNA of people into beans. Bean people. We become bean people. Beans all the way down. Now I want a burrito. Call Dan Harmon. We need him to head up this project. We need to be bean men. The bean, <laughs> the bean people. That's or uh, yeah, Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like bean men to save the planet. <laughs> even even before the bean men, like covering most of the Earth's surface in beans, sounds like a premise for a Sci-Fi film a la Waterland. 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 I don't know what the name of Waterworld. Water, that one. Yeah. Kevin Costner. Yes, that one. If we drew a line, like a dotted line, like a fa- fucking family circus line across the circumference of the globe. A family circus line? Yeah, one of those dotted lines oh, from Family you, Circus. I don't know if family cir- Like, Bill Keen doesn't own the dotted he line. He does indeed. He trademarked it. He trademarked dotted lines. <laughs> They're called Jeffies. <laughs> this is, this we got to draw Jeffy. <laughs> this is a quick podcast within a podcast about saving the earth. <laughs> We draw Jeffy across the globe, and it is a globe. We draw Jeffy across the globe. Yeah. Half of it is designated as Bean Town. <laughs> You're saying once once you cross the Bean Meridian, it is it is <laughs> beans all the way to the horizon. And only beans. Humans live on the other half. Right. And we just tip this bitch over. That is what I am telling off its, you. And, off and its and axis. They, they um Dipping into James Cameron's world, they create bean avatars <laughs> that humans can pilot into the bean lands. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> they, they travel into the bean caves to acquire unabenium. <laughs> these these movies make themselves. They really do. Why why has James Cameron been sitting on his nuts for like six years on Avatar two? <laughs> Just looking at monster designs. He's trying to pick like which blue people to show next. Yeah. Which like jellyfish man or whatever. He saw what George Lucas does and he's like, I want that job. George Lucas? Yeah. Just like just wave a hand. I sit in a room where people show me pictures and I shake my head yes or no. And just them. wave your hand and say, make a computer do it. <laughs> Come back to me in two months. <laughs> I want to look at a picture and say, that one's Jar Jar. Well, we're on our path to only doing one story. <laughs> Um, All right. So you were saying Bean Town. <laughs> so that wait, so we this, are living in Bean Town. This is in Bean Town. <laughs> this is yeah. a farm in Bean Town. Wait, this how is, do, this is who a bean? tends the beans in Bean Town? The Bean Men. 
<laughs> so the hybrids, the hybrids are allowed to live over yeah, that's over what, the that's bean. They're the ones who can breathe the bean air. <laughs> that's, well, the, that's why science made the the bean avatars for people well, to pilot. Bean, well, okay, right. right. So this is this is Bean Town. Yeah, in Iceland, um, with a a steward of this farm. Uh, so he had a wife and he had great wealth, the latter of which he held better store by, like appreciated a lot more because he spent most of his life hoarding it and not using it. And he was as close fisted as his wife was generous and kind, uh, which was significant. And she unfortunately had no influence over his personality. He did not give a shit about her charity or whatever. That is unfortunate. So he remained miserly and she was just like, shrugging and going along with it like well it's fairy tale times this is my lot sounds like a real ebenezer <laughs> quit this podcast <laughs> um so one winter the steward became ill and died probably of some bean related illness that's too, how we get ghosts too much gas people die gas gas to death methane went down the wrong way <laughs> if you eat too many beans the methane can go up instead of down i mean that's just a burp gordy but it can get like into your lungs and heart your heart can burp your if your if your heart burps you are in trouble <laughs> your heart burps yourself to death yeah a heart all, burp all those heart, a heart burp also known as a palpitation also, also known as being in was it vtac or vfib one of the two i can't remember either either way you beat on it till it goes regular again um, they bury him, and then they try to settle his estate, and it's discovered then that there is no money in it, somehow. What? And so they, they ask the widow, hey, you know anything about all of that money he was hoarding? And she said, I have no idea. And she was generally an honest person, so they're like, all Took right. Took her at her word. Well, never mind. She was honest all her life, so she could get away with this one big lie. <laughs> it was a very long grift. She spent decades building that reputation. <laughs> if this were a true crime mm. podcast, we'd all know where this is going. This is a folktale like, podcast, so we have no fucking clue where this is like, going. Like Jack Bauer, and then in season three, he gives up the wet list or something. And you're like, whoa, Jack Bauer told a lie. It's uh, been like 12 years <laughs> since I've seen that show. So winter wore on, and people became aware of hauntings on the farm ghost times were were happening sure are these human ghosts or bean ghosts (laughs) well it's steward ghost they're pretty sure it's him returning to be near his money wherever that is so you just gotta follow the ghost uh the hauntings grew worse as time passed but they don't explain how like it seems like this ghost why yeah this ghost seems very cash focused so unless he's haunting their pockets and like pit, ghost pickpocketing people. I don't mm-hmm. know that this would be a particularly frightening or concerning haunting. Let's check the spooktralizer. I kind of like the sphincter that it has. <laughs> Can we just keep that? I mean, I didn't do any upgrades <clears throat> on it. You're the only one with any sort of engineering skills. It lives in your bedroom. It does. It does live under my bed most of the time. It does slip rude pictures under my door <laughs> oh, that's, in the middle of the night. That's cricket. <laughs> She's... Cricket, cricket's a pornographer. She's, she's drawing lewds. <laughs> she's hung out with the spooktralizer too much. She started smoking, drawing lewd pictures, um, playing poker. We'll check back I in. Think a good one. The story doesn't tell us what the hauntings are at all. No, it doesn't. They just say like a ghost is there and they doing a haunting. Yeah, the, just existing. The spooktralizer is saying, "Give me something else. Give me more. Ghosts yeah. are nothing." 
<laughs> the existence of a miserly there ghost been, is not. Yeah, one one ghost is nothing. Check check back in when there's something to read. I like to think he is pickpocketing because that's the only reason I can think to be particularly disturbed by this haunting is if he's haunting your wallet. Like you're just trying to do your farm work and then a hand's in your pocket taking out your cash. Well, he started with cash in your pocket. But as the hauntings grew, he started siphoning funds from your bank account directly. Right. And so that's probably what the haunting growing worse over time refers to. Um, And by spring, most of the hired people had prepped to leave the widow and she was ready to sell her farm. Good call. Probably because bankruptcy, because this ghost keeps stealing everybody's money. Gotta get the hell out of Beantown. Um, Moving days came. Escape from Beantown, starring (laughs) Kurt Russell. And apparently this, this story doesn't say anything about what moving days are but cursory research says that they are four days at the end of may when the working folk changed abodes so i guess you just switch internships just regularly yeah once a year house swap yeah uh or what's musical chairs they do a quick musical chairs for their work um guess what it's more beans it's all it is all beans in this part all the way down and uh, during this, a field hand came to offer his services to the widow, who takes him on because, I mean, all her other people left. So he soon discovered the haunting when cash disappeared from his wallet. And he asked her if his <laughs> husband had had a lot of money. And she says, never talked to me. Like, it was a dead marriage. So money is actually going missing. Something's happening. We didn't make that up. No, we did. We did. We just yeah. don't have any information on what the haunting is, so we made so, an educated guess. Yeah, we don't I mean, know if the ghost is showing up and just going cash, ooh, money, or if he's actually doing things, or if he's just like in the distance somewhere and people are like, "A ghost, fuck, get out of here." It's like signs, but in a bean field. Yeah. Hey, do beans? Beans are like vines, right? Where do beans grow? Ground. In the ground? Uh, no, I think they're they're like viney plants and i I think think, it depends on the bean i think they come from eggs yeah like beans come from eggs certain breeds of chicken will hatch hatch an egg that's just full of them certain breeds of ground ground chicken dirt birds (laughs) dirt bird dirt Um, bird summer passed a fall market time came and the field hand went to town to buy some stuff including some tin sheets and a white linen he came so that he can be a ghost basically yes it came back, and he sewed a sh- shroud from the linen and fashioned himself some gloves out of the tin sheets. One dark evening, after everyone had gone to sleep, he put on his tin gloves, put the sheet of metal on his chest, just like a spare piece, and then put the shroud over all of it. And then he went to the churchyard near the steward's grave and paced back and forth, playing with a silver piece. Which I think supports our theory that this ghost is just stealing money. I think so. Um, soon the ghost rose from the steward's grave and asked the field hand, Are you one of us? And the man says, Yes. And the ghost says, Let me feel. No. <laughs> no, ghost, no. Ghost That's not allowed. Check. <laughs> A ghost check. So the man hands him his hand and he feels the cold of the tin and says, Yep, you're sure a dead are a ghost. Uh, what are you here for? And he says, I'm here to play with my silver piece. And the ghost says, you poor wretch. What if you had as much money as I do? Is this the dead husband? Yeah. And the farmhand says, you have a lot of money. And the ghost says, yes, sir. Let me take you to it. Nah. Doesn't seem worth it. 
then the ghost ran out of the churchyard. I like to think like a small boy. Skipping all the way. <laughs> in, in suspenders. Um, and the hired man followed until they got close to the edge of the home field. You know it's October when you see ghosts skipping along the bean fields. Uh, the ghost kicked over the hummock, which was like a small mound, and pulled a cash box out of the earth. And the two of them spent the whole night just playing with the money. <laughs> Yeah, like I, pretending they're race cars. We should return. <laughs> we should return to this this idea that the the hired hand just wanted to play with his silver piece. Is it night? It's night. So he wants to go outside at night. Well, he's pretending to be a ghost. Is he? Yeah, he's pretending to be a ghost who's come back to play with his silver piece because apparently that's what this ghost does is just plays right. with money. Well, like I mean, that's what I'm getting at is like what what are you doing with it? What are you playing? This I, is I liked Tyler's idea that it's just like race cars. <laughs> They're just going and playing like like quarters or knuckles or something. My gold coin's name is Stephen. He has a wife and two kids, and he went to war. My gold coin's <laughs> name is Jack Smarts. And he's an alien with lightning powers. Jack Schmarston. <laughs> really good at names. <laughs> Jebediah Arena, if we may call back to that. <laughs> I just kind of start a word and then I get lost. See where it goes. Anyway, it's toward dawn and the ghost wanted to gather his money and put it away. I'm, I, I'm tired of playing. I want to hear what Gordy's gold coin is named and what its occupation is. Sorry. We're not done playing uh, house with gold pieces. My, <laughs> it's nearly dawn, Tyler. My, we gotta finish something. My, my gold piece's name is Tom Sh- Schmarnold. <laughs> he's, a, he's a middle-aged divorcee uh-huh. uh, with, with a child from a previous marriage that didn't end well. And he's just, like, trying to get back out there. We and believe it's, and you, it's Tom. hard. Like, he's in his mid-40s. What do you do Man, guys, at that age? We should play with Legos again. I feel like the three of us could get up to I some could, fun Lego games. I could bring two big-ass bins full of Legos. If you do, I will play with Legos with you. They're like almost the size of this table. Cool. Uh, the only game I can think of that I played that involved coins was in the lunchroom in middle school. You put your knuckles down on the table, and the other person would take like a quarter and fling it as hard as they could like slide it into your knuckles sure and i think it was either good or bad if you started bleeding (laughs) one or the other like the like the point was to break the skin (laughs) if you could we would pay we would basically play beyblades with quarters yeah we would just spin them at each other and try to knock the other one over yeah sure yeah that was a good game all right seems a lot more sensible (laughs) than 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 breaking skin yeah toward dawn uh, the ghost wanted to gather his money and put it away. Um, it's not the only breaking skin game that we played. Come to think of it, at school, at at school, there was, yeah. Anyway, that's but, that's for another time. But the hired man said he hadn't seen the small coins yet, and kept like just scattering the money again. So the ghost gets angry, and says, "You can't be a ghost." What? Cause, what cause, grounds? The ghost is trying to put the money away and get back to his grave, and the man keeps, like, making a mess of it. Is that a hate crime? So that's... That's against ghost etiquette, and he should know better if he's a real ghost. So he's just figured it out because he's not getting ready to go to ghost home? Yeah. Um, the man says, sure I am, just feel for yourself, and gives him the other gloved hand, and the ghost says, yeah, it's true. And the man gets gathering his coins again, 
while the hired man continued to fling them all over the place. That's a great game. <laughs> uh, that goes fifty-two is... pickup money, <laughs> which is which is barely a game. I, I really <laughs> in like itself. this this image of these two grown men, one an actual dead ghost, <laughs> and the other a man in a sheet. <laughs> Playing with money all night, and then one of them's trying to pick it up, and the other one's just throwing it in the air like a good time. Make it rain. So the ghost is now good and mad, and the other says the other man must be alive and wanted to betray him, Um, and then grabs him by the chest, but feels the cold metal that the man had put there. (laughs) Damn it, that's three for three. And admits, it's true what you say, you're the same as I am. So he gathers up the money, and the hired man doesn't try to prevent it this time, because he's out of metal. Um... But he does offer to put his silver piece in with the rest of the ghost money. And the ghost is like, yeah. Yeah, I'll take more money. Um, So then they replace the hummock, return to the churchyard, and the ghost asks him where his hole is. And he says, oh, it's around the other side of the church. You you haven't been there. This is a cool part of ghost town. (laughs) Only only the best ghosts get to go there. Um, And he says, well, you go in first. And it says, no, you go in first. And they argue about that until day breaks and the ghost has to like dive into his grave they play ghost chicken yeah so a hired man goes back to the farmhouse and pulls out a ton which is like a beer barrel and fills it with water puts the clothes he was wearing into the water and then he goes and gets the cash box and puts that in there with it as well okay and he hides the ton under the landing uh, evening comes, everyone goes to bed, the hired man sleeps opposite the door, so he sees the ghost enter, sees it sniffing around in all directions, but it finds nothing, because ghosts are bloodhounds. Yep, this is what I know about them. Ghosts uh, are bloodhounds? Yeah, they they rely on smell to find things. All dogs go to heaven. It makes... <laughs> it become mm. man ghosts. I mean, ghosts... become miser ghosts. Ghosts do seem pretty good at finding specific people. The things they're looking for? Yeah. So that does make some sense. Is that why uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger put the mud on himself? So ghosts wouldn't touch in him? The, in the movie, so the predator, which may or may not be a ghost, couldn't smell him. I think it's a ghost. Him. The predator is a ghost. I think that's, it's a space ghost. That's what, that's what I thought. It is a space ghost, and in the most recent one, they're nothing. <laughs> they're nothing. I don't, okay. know where, I don't know where that was going. All right, so the ghost sniffs in all directions, finds nothing, and angered strikes his fist against the landing really, really hard and goes out again. But it's a ghost. Yeah. So it doesn't hit it at all. Um, apparently in Iceland, like ghosts are a little bit more like the Draugr, ah, where they're physical forms. Gotcha. So, Reanimated dead. Yeah. Um, so the hired, but but also apparently, look like they're wearing a sheet. So. <laughs> Because this man put some linen over him, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're totes a ghost. I could see why that would be more disconcerting if that was stealing money from your pockets. <laughs> but a sheet dragger came up to you and was like, give me a 20. <laughs> All right, so the hired man follows him out, and the story goes that he fixed the steward's grave so the ghost was never seen after. No idea how he does that, the story skimps on a lot of crucial details. Like, what is the haunting? And how you fix a grave. Uh, he yeah. had put, Well, he put a barrel over it. He had put the cash box and the outfit in the ton so that he wouldn't have the ghosts smell the earth on them and find them. So that's the explanation for that. Um, and later he marries the widow and they live together a long time the end. With money! Yep. Happily ever bean town. 
All right, let's dig into this one. Uh, was this just a scam or a scheme by the widow? To get the money? To get the money and maybe a better husband who was not like a miser. They do. certainly worked out that way. They don't specify how he died. He just fell ill. Right. And she she did end up with a with a younger model who seems nicer and a lot of money, and she didn't really have access to the money before. He might have gotten money poisoning. That's true. Because like, he's touching on it playing all the time. Yeah, can't, if he's playing get, with like, it, like copper maybe, poisoning, maybe sure. he's poisoning. like licking some of it. It sounds like he's, he he's, he has a a deep weird fixation. I, I mean, mean, he he is playing with it, so yeah. maybe he's like practicing French kissing with it. Cash money has a lot of bacteria on it. Yeah. Because it gets handled a lot. Sure. And so if this guy is playing with it and putting it in his mouth. And also in dirt later. In dirt, picking his nose. French kissing thought because like he clearly did not have that much going on with his wife. Like she didn't know anything about his life at all. Could not answer. Like I have no idea how much money he has. I don't know where he where it hide is, it. where he goes, that what is, he does, and that is clearly a hundred percent of what his life is about. So she does not know a damn thing about him, right? And he loves his money enough to come back from the dead every <laughs> to, night to hold on to, to it. play with it some more, not to spend it, just to touch it. So yeah, he's got a weird. I mean, it is like Scrooge McDuck swimming in coins. Basically, <laughs> I don't know that she has much going on in this scheme at all. I think that farmhand, it's it's real cool of him not to just take the money and run, which I thought was where yeah, this was like going. He, he stayed around and married the lady. I mean, yeah. his his requirement was that she marry him to get the money. Like, he didn't just give it to her and then be on his merry way. I mean, no. He could have split it with her and they would probably both be well set, though. Sure. Finder's fee? Yeah. Well, like 50%. She didn't know where it was. and Or how much. So she wouldn't be able to fucking tell. Right. Like, so that's, here, that's one here's thing. Here's 80%. I'll keep 20 for me. Little do you know. But he also did all the work to make the ghost stop. So. Yeah, he did bake the ghost bread. <laughs> so he gets to eat it now. Right. Like, that was, I think that would be worth half of the findings. Cause <laughs> sure. The ghost was scaring off all her workers, and she almost had to shut down the farm because of that. So he saved her farm, which is a source of income. People need their beans. They do. Um, and he, he stopped the hauntings. So, yeah, I think he'd be entitled to 50% without marrying her, but he did. And that's kind of nice, because in fairy tale times, I think it's hard for widows to... Exist. Yeah, and to unwidow. E- to exist. Yeah, I... Hmm. I think it was better in Iceland than a lot of other places. Probably. It seems to be usually. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be the standard affair. Like w- like women under at, at least at least Viking rule like had it better than uh like had some rights. Sure. Right. In like in a time where like in England they would still be property for hundreds of years more. So they're like they're maybe maybe that impacts it. I I don't know. I couldn't say for sure without knowing like when. But st- like when the story was just that he didn't take the money and run puts him like leagues above every other folklore protagonist that we <laughs> read about. Yeah, like I I I don't have a lot of a lot of beefs here. Like everybody, I think, kind of <laughs> played to their own interests and sort of got 
got what they had coming to them. I do just want to see it filmed. These two grown men playing with coins. What does he do to fix the grave? Yeah, that is that is something we need to. Does he just put money on it? Like puts a tenner on it. it. Yeah, it's like here now you don't have to leave. Here's some cash. Play with that. What would make a money go stop? A bill? Does he Uh, does he seal the grave with a bill? (laughs) When you start like charging him for stuff. Yeah, like 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 an invoice. He gets the guy's hospital bills. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe you dig into like any debts he didn't pay, and that drives him away. Maybe you just exercise him. Did he build? Get rid of him. An elaborate Truman Show esque set around the grave, <laughs> and then put in a secret location that only the ghosts would be able to find, similar to where his cash box was—a box full of Monopoly money. Or and like he'll never be any the wiser. Chocolate coins. And he's uh, yeah, chocolate coins. <laughs> And he's in his own little ghost economy now. Chocolate coins, I think, are, are the better coins to play with because there's less bacteria on them. They're just as shiny, and then you can eat them when you're sick of playing pretend. <laughs> it works out for everybody. Right, like there's a there's a good denouement, and then he ate the coins, and they were gone, and he was satisfied and went back to his eternal rest. Well, as we know, chocolate is poison for ghosts, so he went straight to hell. And dogs? Well, ghosts are dogs. That's this the seems, only. That seems new. That's the only way to get a dog to hell, is to feed it chocolate as a dog, make it a ghost man, and then feed it chocolate again, <laughs> so it double dies and goes to hell. That's ghost science. All right. Do you guys want to read a, another one? Sure. All right. The Deacon of Mirka. Uh, once there was a deacon at the church of Mirka who had a love affair with a woman named Gudrun. Gudrun? Gudrun? Does it have an eth or a thorn? Yes. Does the D look all fucked up? Mm, didn't, but I will double check that. It's just a regular D? Usually Gudrun. Gudrun? With a, yeah. So he had a love affair with a woman named Gudrun. His name was unknown. So he's just the deacon. Or unknown. Or unknown. Literally I, named unknown. I like, I like that his name is unknown. It's a good name for a Wandering kid. Samurai. Uh, His name is Onion, but he likes to say it's unknown because it sounds cooler. <laughs> I guess you could get unknown out of Onion if you if you strain really hard. <laughs> uh, Guthorn lived on the other side of the river in a different town and was a maid to a pastor over there. Uh, so one day, a few weeks before Christmas, uh, Unknown the Deacon went across the river on his gray-maned horse, whose name is Faxi. <laughs> Fancy? Faxi. F-A-X-I. Sure. Um, To invite Guthrun to the Christmas dance in Mirka. Did he misspell taxi? (laughs) Yes, he did. This is my horse taxi. (laughs) This is my horse taxi horse. (laughs) As a kid, he had a difficulty between his F's and his T's and never quite got that figured. That's Um, a unique one. And then he promised that he'd come back for her on Christmas Eve to take her. So before he had left, there had been a heavy snowfall and a freezing cold, so it was safe to travel across the river. But on the day of his visit, uh, there was a sudden thaw. But he was so busy, like, wasting time over there with her that he was not aware of the weather at all. As he would call it, a thaw. Yeah, a thaw. (laughs) Um, So the river had become impassable, but by the time he's finished hanging out with her, uh, it's kind of dark and hard to tell. Yeah. So he rides back 
over what he thinks is an ice bridge, but the ice broke beneath him and he fell into the river. The next morning, a farm... I assume Faxi did as well. Yeah, Faxi was underneath him, so did the falling first. Gravity. Um... So the next morning, a farmer got up and he saw a saddled horse below his home field that looked a lot like Faxi, who's a well-known known horse because of the taxi <laughs> the, <laughs> painting on the, the side. The yellow horse. <laughs> the yellow horse. The Emblazoned gray. with a checker pattern. <laughs> but a gray mane. <laughs> right. Um, and that's the only thing people referred to about the horse because they're, they're very sensitive about the taxi thing. So <laughs> it looks a lot like Faxi and he becomes concerned because he had seen uh, Unknown the Deacon leave the next, like the day previous but not return. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's more concerned when he goes up and sees that, yes, it is indeed Faxi who is wet and bruised. And I don't know how you Gross. see bruises on a horse, but apparently you can. When it's bright yellow, the, the paint... <laughs> The paint chips on yeah, the horse. chips. Real bad. <laughs> Unknown the Deacon sounds like a Harper Lee title. <laughs> like the title of a Harper Lee book. Or most of a title. It needs like one more word. Taxi. Unknown the Demon. Demon? Deacon. The Demon Deacon. Thinking of Wake Forest. <laughs> Un- the unknown Demon Deacon. Unknown the Deacon Taxi. Taxi Unknown the Demon. Deacon. You guys yeah. are doing it now? <laughs> by, by Harper Lee author of to kill a mockingbird all right so he has his suspicions and he goes to the river and they are confirmed when he finds the deacon washed up dead on the shore so taxi fucking left that guy to die yeah and the taxi de- got out fine taxi got some some paint scrapes <laughs> taxi got to do fender. for him and his <laughs> taxi um, didn't didn't sign anything but the deacon took an ice flow to the skull, so he has a large gash on his head. He took an ice flow? Yeah. Like a glacier flow? No, like a piece, like a big, thick piece of ice. Oh, okay. When going broke going from underneath fast. Him. Yeah. Oh, F-L-O-E. Huh? F-L-O-E. Ice flow. Ah, okay. There's like, like the glacier ice hit him as <laughs> it crept across the landscape. He hit it with his head as he fell. In the river. Yeah. yeah. Don't blame the ice. I don't blame the ice. We and need, we Faxi need... blames him for going across the river at all. Again, we need yeah. more of it. The beans Faxi can save us. He made all the beeping noises he could. He flashed his brights. <laughs> <laughs> he did everything he could do. And the deacon was like, I don't know what this... Uh, whatever. We're just going to go forward and hope it... Gordy, I have another Harper Lee title for you. Yes. A horse with high beams. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um... His body's taken to America, and he's buried there the week before Christmas. Now, no, or as he would call it, Christmas. Christmas. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, because of the the weather and the swollen river and everything, no word had really passed between his town and and uh, Guthrun's. His found. His found and Guthrun's. Um, so she had not heard anything of his death, and Christmas Eve comes. I promise this is the last one. <laughs> But I do Please. want to just say that I am imagining him calling her Goofrin. <laughs> taxi and Goofrin, my two friends. <laughs> taxi, taxi and Goofrin. They got to get a TV show. <laughs> or like a, like an ironic post-folk band act or something. Like the one that's not Holland Oats, but it's something else in Oats. Garfunkel. Garfunkel and Oats? Yeah. Isn't that like an ironic thing? Yeah. Or are they like serious? Mm, well, 
musicians. It's a middle middle ground. Is it a comedy act? It is a comedy act, but they do make music. It's a musical comedy act. Yeah. All right. So Christmas Eve comes, and she's real excited for the dance and gets ready for it. And uh, as she's getting dressed, there's a knock on the door, which another lady in the house answers, and no one's there. Uh, so she comes back to Guthrin and says, <laughs> you, you almost said it. <laughs> I'm just kind of hitting in between the two. Goofums. <laughs> and says, uh, she hadn't seen anyone at the door, and, and Guthrin says, well, I guess it's a game played for my benefit, because Unknown the Deacon is known for his, uh, his door dash <laughs> games. That he plays like you do. Ding dong ditch. His favorite Disney Channel cartoon was Goop Fruit. <laughs> I lied about it being the last one. Goop Fruit. Goop Fruit. Goop Fruit. What is what is, that is the Goof Troop? Is yeah. That... What is the rule here? F's and T's. F's and T's swap. That's mm-hmm. it for each other. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she was mostly dressed except for her overcoat. She had only gotten one arm in there, so she just put the the other side of it over her shoulder and holds it down. Cause, like, when when unknown starts the the ding dong ditch game, you got to get out there fast. You don't have time for another arm and a sleeve. Mm-mm. Um. So Faxi's outside, as is a man that she takes to be the deacon. Oh, I thought it was just gonna be taxi doing ding dong ditches. Like, I don't have a writer anymore. (laughs) This is all I do now. I just remember him doing this, so I'm going to do it now. Live live your life, taxi. (laughs) I haven't... Take up the mantle. I'm going to change my name to Lyft soon, but in the meantime... (laughs) Um, All right, so it's unknown if they spoke to each other at all, but he lifted her up behind him on the horse and rode for a while in silence. Um, at one point during the ride, they're like going up a steep bit of ice and the deacon's hat flips up a little bit and she sees that it's just a bear skull underneath. So he, he decomped quickly. He rotted quick. Yeah. Especially for like the cold season, which tends to preserve things. Defcon Skeleton. Detcon. Detcon Skeleton. Let's all just say some things that might be titles so we have some good options. There's a lot this week, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think we're good this week. <laughs> Every once in a while, I worry this is not one of those times. We've hit the quota. In some versions of the story, she lifts the hat up and goes, oh, that's how it is. But in this one, <laughs> it just like flips up. The wind did it. Um, so the clouds then lift from the moon and the deacon says, the moon is gliding. Death is riding. Don't you see, to w- see a white spot at the nape of my neck? Garoon, garoon. What? Go what? So apparently ghosts can't say... Um, Guthrun, not even if they have like a T and F problem because the the word God is in there somewhere in Icelandic. What's the word? Guthrun, the name. Okay. That's according to the footnotes of the book. The ghost can't say her name because it's got God in it somewhere. Can you can you restate the poem? Um, the moon is gliding. Mm-hmm. Death is riding. Yeah. Don't you see a white spot at the nape of my neck? Weeble Garun. wobble, weeble wobble. Weeble wobble, weeble wobble. Oh, a, yeah, okay. There's a lot of that in here, because apparently, like, in multiple of the stories in this chapter, there's that repetitive mm-hmm. poetry thing with the yeah. ghosts, and that's just how they talk. That's what, ghost language. What's the... Sorry, say it again? <laughs> the poem? This no. Is, this, is for, no this is for, like, a legitimate reason. <laughs> no. I, I want to I see if the cadence is the... Um, there's a there's a particular like Icelandic form that some of the the I think the sagas are written in. 
I'm stating for the record that I think this is your weeble wobble grin. <laughs> it is. It is not. I can't. I can't remember the name of. It. Also, this is, God. This is his Icelandic poetry grin. God does translate to. You would write it G U Ev, which is the first half of Guthrum. Okay, so yeah, he can't so say that. that. So Garon, Garon. What's the poem again? The moon is gliding. Death is riding. Don't you see a white spot at the nape of my neck? Garun, Garun. That does not sound like what I was thinking of. Never mind. Um, she's startled, but stays silent. And they get to the Lich Gate at Mirka. Lich Gate? <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> What's that happens? What's up, World of Warcraft? <laughs> Some Warhammer shit? Uh, the deacon says to her, wait for me, Garun, Garun, while I take my faxy faxy over to the pasture pasture. What is, is he okay? That's just how ghosts talk. He's is constructing it? additional pylons, pylons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes off with his horse, and Guthrun uh, glances into the churchyard and sees an open grave there. And she's like, well... <laughs> I mean, she saw the skull already. Yeah, but like, like you need two proofs. That's <laughs> enough. Two proofs is good skull proofs. Is, skull is fine. Uh, she's very frightened, but has sense enough to grab the bell rope for whatever bell is around. Um, so at that moment, she is then clutched from behind, but luckily, because she hadn't put both arms through her coat sleeves, the coat tears off of her. So, good job, half-dressed lady. On a horse. Yep. Uh, I don't know the logistics here, because she's not standing next to the grave, but and there's a bell now. Okay. Uh, but whatever. Um, Take your word for it. The last she saw of the deacon was him plunging headlong into the grave with her tattered coat in his hands. And then the earth rushed over him as if swept from both sides. It's a pretty cool actual haunting image. The earth sweeping over him. A self-filling grave. The earth's butthole closing around him. (laughs) Yeah, so keep that in mind, those of you filming horror (laughs) stuff. Uh, There was actually a really good story after this one that mm-hmm. it, i think would make a good horror flick but it's not a ghost story per se um anyway she continues ringing that random bell until farm people came and took her inside They're like shh, shh, shh crazy naked woman it's midnight <laughs> shut the bell up <laughs> <laughs> she's just coatless <laughs> that's basically naked for a woman especially in cold town in peasant times yeah yeah uh, da, 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 da. uh so that night when everyone is was in bed and the lights were out i'm assuming that night is the next night because it was moonlight when uh she was taken it's ringing um the deacon comes to haunt guthrin and was so persistent that the people had to get up again and no one could sleep that night that's it like just kept them awake okay oh <laughs> haunting seemed really low-key in iceland <laughs> It's just like they're kind of just a nuisance. Yeah, she's like an annoying neighbor who won't go away. Like I wanted to buy a sandwich, but a ghost robbed me. (laughs) So I guess I have to wait till dinner. I'm quitting this job. All of my salary goes to ghost, (laughs) and none of it goes to sandwich. Uh, For Fortnite, Guthrun had to be watched over every night, and they ended up sending for a wizard. Yeah. (laughs) How desperate do you have to be before you? (laughs) You look up a wizard in the phone book. I wish that more of these stories would just get down to this point sooner. But it's like, call the wizard, make it go away. If you can, we'll see if they pay them anything. But if it's free to call the wizard... 
Like that's just a public service. Why not do that? We should we should have that. Yeah, that should be here in America. That should be part of our new socialist system. Twenty twenty four, I can run for president. Anyone can do it. Dude, it's easier than starting a business somehow. <laughs> Anyone can go. Anyone can do the thing and be a president. Right, Why so not have a wizard department? So sure. the, the wizard came and unearths a rock from the hayfield and rolls it into like over to the gable of the house. Uh, presumably the house wherever they like shut up Guthrun to keep her away from the bell. Uh, and in the evening, the deacon tries to get into the house again, and then the wizard drives him to the gable end of the house. I don't know how. Stick, maybe? Uh, and then buries him there with powerful incantations. So a wizard spells the deacon straight into the ground, and then rolls the rock over the spot, and there the deacon still rests. And I don't think there's anything special about the rock. I think it's just a big rock. So he's like a strong wizard. Yeah. Strong. He's a muscle wizard. <laughs> a muscle wizard, yes. Um, he did his build right. <laughs> so after this, all the hauntings cease in America and Guthrum begins to recover from, I don't know, Bell Syndrome. I, I don't know what her illness is. She's just scared. She just saw, haunted. saw a ghost. Yeah, maybe maybe you get ghost cold. Ghost fever. Ghost, ghost flu. Yeah. And that's why people quit the farm in the other story. Spooky flu. Uh, then she returns home shortly after this, but it's said that she was never quite the same again. Which is how a lot of the stories in this chapter end. It's like the person sees a ghost and it's like, they're just Their not the same. Their life is different. Like Phineas Gage. Did she get to keep Taxi? Uh, Where does Taxi wind up? <laughs> taxi changes his name to Lyft and starts a new service. Doing doing his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> taxi, taxi reinvents himself and becomes a rideshare opportunity. Taxi. Taxi strains real hard and becomes an app. Becomes what? An app. an app. Oh, I thought you said an apple. No, he invents yeah. those. That too. For fuel. He invents an app. No, he becomes an app. Well, he names it app after apple, his he favorite tree. He constricts his form into a phone. Is that, is that what app means? Is it short for apple? <laughs> apple would like you to think it is. I have a bunch of apples on my phone. Now, he starts apple named after his favorite horse treat. <laughs> uh-huh. But then a horse in the next town over <laughs> starts... Um, alfalfa soft. <laughs> well, we thought we had a lot of title options, but then there was one squeaker at the end. I mean, you never know where it's going to come from. <laughs> and that horse also changed its name to Uber. <laughs> so they're competing on two fronts. Boo. All right. So any questions about unknown, the Deacon of Mirka? His cool horse taxi, the the ding dong ditch <laughs> pony. Yeah. Uh, well, questions. My question is, why aren't they in other stories? Like, can we have them more? Taxi. Yeah. Can we see We've more of got taxi room for other horses? Yeah. We can. We should bring back taxi. I mean, taxi's like aside from that shit that we just made up. Taxi's status is unknown. Correct. Yeah. At yeah, the we, end, we have no idea where. I mean, I'll see went. why they can't both be true. What was the deacon's problem? Uh, Why was he just a shit? Well, he died. I think he just wanted to be united with this girl he liked. Because he died like a dummy? Like a ding-dong? That's why he ding-donged it. Yeah, I think he told her he'd be back for her on Christmas Eve, so he came back from the dead to be back for her on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they get to the grave, and he's like, this looks better than a dance. 
I feel like the story would have been a better like ghost story if they had done the dance but before she had discovered he was dead. Sure. He kept his death promise and he's like, well, now it's time to go home. You want to come home with me? And she'd be like, don't tell my dad. And then they go to a graveyard and she's like, oh shit. I mean, if anything had happened other than just the wind revealing that he was Ghost Rider. (laughs) Minus the cool fire head. Minus the Nick Cage. (laughs) Minus the cool fire head and the less cool Nick Cage. I like Nick Cage being in this one. (laughs) I mean, he's already done it. This is is a fitting one for Nick Cage. Yeah, he can phone it in real easy. They can just reuse footage from Ghost Rider and like Photoshop a lady on it. Nick Cage is a good actor to call. If you want someone to phone it in as hard as they can. I was going to say, Nick Cage doesn't phone things in. <laughs> yeah. He he might not but, give it a lot of like the effort that you want. He will give it a lot of something. It is 110% of Nick Cage. Right. Like the, it, is, it is a tap that you cannot turn off. <laughs> like you will get a tub full of Nick Cage <laughs> and you just have to shape like I guess edit around whatever that is that you get. Like Marlon Brando in in Apocalypse Now. Being an actor sounds easy. You just do whatever you want, make them edit. Uh I don't have a lot of questions. Like things I am still confused about. I do like this wizard service though. It's a great I like, service. I like the wizard service. I think it should catch on. There are a lot of other stories in this chapter that I don't know are are precisely spook lore but do deal with wizards so i might add this to the rotation what they're like wizard stories later on in this chapter that are not particularly like ghost story-esque but they got the wizards they do got the wizards (laughs) yeah i like i like wizards let's do wizards yeah I'd i'd like to start adding wizards to our like faction watch November is wizard month. <laughs> I am not going to remember that. Traditionally, here here in America at least, we celebrate wizards all month long. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Nano Wismo. That's, <laughs> that's why they call it Nano Wismo. That's why they call it Wizvember. It's Labor Day, 9 11, mm-hmm. Halloween, Wizards, yep. Christmas, Martin Luther King Day. Wizards again. We don't celebrate the new year. Uh, in, in it's America. wizard. It's just wizard day again. <laughs> that's why we have all the sparklers so we can pretend we are wizards. <laughs> that's what that's about. November is when all of the wizards grow their beards even longer. <laughs> I mean, November in is competition with one another. Is also the month when Conjuration, the Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings, both very wizard-heavy franchises, sure. convention is held in Atlanta. What is it? Conjuration. And it's what franchises? Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. So Wizard School and Wizard World. Is that an odd combination? It's got wizards. I mean, they're both popular. They have magic systems. Harkening back to my whole middle school, high school experience, those two franchises were the binding power of my friend group. There is a lot of crossover. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. In the fan groups. Like... That was that was who we were. We held we held Lord of the Rings parties where we watched all the movies, and we held Harry Potter book release parties where we played a game called Pin the Book and Moaning Myrtle. That sounds graphic. It has a ghost. It does have a ghost. Well, yeah. so I invented a wizard duel game where we put tape on the floor, and it was like a trivia game. So uh, 
you said what a spell did and then the person had to shout the name of the spell and throw the like point their wand at the other person and if they got the name right the other person had to step back so what if the other person knew the counter spell uh, i don't think we put that in the game rules it was just a trivia That's game shitty balance don't nope don't have counters always have counters count like pure counters yeah parry no hell yeah because then because then the other person would just shout expelliarmus every time i think i asked this to our discord server what it like what is the dumbest hill that you're willing to die on <laughs> mine mine might be no pure, counters pure, no pure counter counters. cards in card games are bad design <laughs> i am my feet are bolted to the ground i will never move from this spot. <laughs> don't use them just have better cards <clears throat> Anyway, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, so the problem with that story was counter cards. Don't have them. We're going to keep an eye out for Taxi slash Lyft, the horse founder of Apple. And just roaming wizards. And roaming wizards. All right, so thank you, Nicole, for sending along the, that chapter. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, David slash Kylo Ren's or Kylo and the Wrens slash Hephaestus. Thank you, David, for thank, sponsoring this episode. Thank you, David, and other <laughs> names, other aliases. Uh, thank you to all of our patrons for keeping this show running. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you to our top-tier patrons, Whisper Biscuit, Sarah, Maya, Robert, Liz, Grace, MC Atnip, Jeremiah, Roast Rabbit, Haley, Double Tim, Weeble Wobble, Weeble Wobble. <laughs> Give it to you that time. Dom, Justin, Lily, Jenna, Jen, and Heather. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank, thank you, Doug. John Waterbottle. Thank you, John Waterbottle. Thank you, John Waterbottle. Thank you, Roll Doll. Thank, thank you, Roll Doll. Thank you, The Neon. Thank, thank you, The Neon. Neon. Thank you, Knives. Thank, thank you, Knives. Thank you, Yonder Toad. Thank, thank you, Yonder Toad. Thank you, Bean Town. Thank you, Bean Town. Thank you, Alfalfa Soft. Thank you, Alfalfa Soft. Thank you, Wizards. Thanks, Wizards. Thank you, Goot Fruit. Thank you, thank you, Goot Fruit. No thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Stop being a dick with your licenses. <laughs> you gonna you gonna remake Android Netrunner? It was great. Leave it alone. Thank you, Taxi. Thanks, Taxi. Thank you, Taxi. We're about the folklore. That's how it works. Happily ever after. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.